Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I would be good doing petty all day, every day for the remaining time that we have on this show, whether it's two months, two years, or 20 years. But Solana, his blood is starting to boil. <laughs> the more Tom Petty gets played and he's just got to sit there because Jimmy has complete autonomy over the music. Solana just has to sit there and take it. He hates this. You don't like Petty? Nah, I mean, Free Fallen is a good song. Mm-hmm. It's the music in general. Solana mm-hmm. wants it to sound like Winwood, and yeah. I want it to sound like the Vegas Strip 1986. <laughs> the genres would get you. That huh? is accurate. Right? Yeah. Because I'd be playing Krungbin. Right. Who? Gesundheit. <laughs> Krungbin. Krungbins. Come on. That's that's a that's something. <laughs> this reminds me Am of Am I like gonna our... catch you in a kayak situation here? Did... <laughs> he doesn't know. Did you make up a band? No, Krungbin. That's not real. Look it up. I believe you said two different names now. Krungbin. Krungbin. Mm-hmm. Krungbin. Krungbin. With a C or a K? Play them all the time with a K. This reminds me of the Pat, Bene- uh, Pat Benatar show. Oh, it's spelled weird, though. K-H-R. It's spelled real weird. I don't think it's pronounced Krungbin. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys remember that show? Yes. Where uh, we were I think, only on for like an hour, right? The Canes were playing on like a Friday night or something, or maybe it was a Dolphins game. We wouldn't have even had to come in if it wasn't for that jackass Ryan McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were on. No joke. I think we were on for thirty minutes. Yes. Yeah. I think we drove to Miami to do a thirty-minute show. And I was pissed at Ryan McGuire, so we just played Pat Benatar for 30 minutes. <laughs> yes. You were on the air for 30 minutes, and you played Pat Benatar's entire discography. It was great. I remember that show. I was pissed. <laughs> like, just have, have, who was before us? Like, Dono? Yeah. Like, or just Big have, O. Have Dono or Big O go an extra half hour. I got to drive in for this crap? <laughs> I remember that show. That show was so great. I was terrified. Because <laughs> I'm a trustee. <laughs> I don't know where he's like, give me more Benatar. <laughs> I'm a trustee. 
And it worked because it was Pat Benatar. It would not have worked with Krungbin. <laughs> I had takes ready. Krungbin. It's a 305. Dale. 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 Thank you, Jimmy. You're welcome. And my favorite player is Rajon Rondu. <laughs> oh, he's throwing a little bone to Solana. Very good. Solano. <laughs> but if you want to take the music back, Solana, mm-hmm. it will never happen with sentences that go, I'd be playing Krungbin. <laughs> That's not going to cut it. <laughs> like, find a happier medium than Krungbin. <laughs> like, that just solidified Jimmy and Tom Petty for the rest of time. <laughs> you want, like, Post Malone. <laughs> right. Well, you should have started there. Now I know you're just doing a bit. But, yeah. yeah, had you started somewhere around there, I'd have been like, oh, maybe Solana should pick half the song. You went right in with Krungbin, and you're out. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just tossed you from the game. Down for a little The weekend. <laughs> he got them all. That is an all-time great segment as well. <laughs> that is an all-time great segment. That goes up there with the kayaking segment. It's exactly. he's, you know, just blurts out, doesn't think he's going to be challenged. I'm the biggest weekend fan. And we find out that he believes it's not the weekend, that it's the weekend mm-hmm. because, and he completely made it up. He believes that the weekend was feeling weakened by his relationships that had failed. Over, like he literally just made something up, and uh, couldn't understand why I was calling him the weekend. Because he's like, "Don't you know it's the weekend?" That's why I just you gonna struggle to get married, man. <laughs> they push back. Well, yeah, we push back. <laughs> we're preparing him. Yeah. We're pre- you're, we're preparing you for real relationships. Thank you. No problem. Ass foot. <laughs> hey, Jimmy. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Jimmy. I dare you to laugh when he says man boobs. I dare you. Uh-uh, Jimmy. Um, all right, let's get headlines because Rob Pizzola is going to join us this hour. We'll get some picks. So uh, headlines with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. There is a trifecta tonight in South Florida. Starts with the Panthers and the Coyotes, 7 p.m. from the Amrit Bank Arena. All right, very good. Kane's Hoops is on the road at Notre Dame tonight. Very good. South Bend, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And the Heat play the Grizzlies, 7.30 p.m. First game of a back-to-back home set for the Miami Heat. No word yet if Terry Rozier is going to play. All right. How about this, guys? Um, Sunday night's Chiefs-Bills game averaged 50.4 million viewers. Wow. It peaked at 56.3, most streamed Live event on Paramount Plus, most watched divisional playoff game ever, most watched telecast since last year's Super Bowl. Wow. It brought in, just that game alone, brought in more viewers than the entire 2023 World Series combined. That's insane. Yeah. What a powerful entity the <laughs> NFL is. Holy mackerel. And top quarterbacks. Well, yeah. 
when you have a great matchup like that, which is what I'm guessing you're going to get with Baltimore and KC, like the, the interest level in that game has to be through the roof. Higher. I think so. Because be the stakes are. I that. mean, the, the stakes are bigger. Stakes are higher, but that's what that – it the quarterbacking makes this league right now. As you see, where Brock Purdy's the weakest link and everybody's talking about that, and just you have three all-pro quarterbacks and then Brock Purdy. But, no, it, it is what people want to see, those top players, those top quarterbacks duel it out, and that is exactly what you want. 27-24, back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back, that's what you want to see in football. Somebody texts in – Crunbang or whatever it is has 6.5 million listeners on Spotify. Channing and Hawk are knuckle draggers. I swear. LMAO. Agreed. I, what is a knuckle dragger? Just like a Old, beast. Just like a beast. Oh, like a, okay. like a like a prehistoric beast. Oh, I'll, I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> Crunbing. Makes me a beast. I'll I be that. Krung, krung bing. I Since, probably would like it. Well, I play it all the time. Well, I, I used to. Where? On this show, <laughs> I, I used to. When you kayak? <laughs> like, when, like <laughs> you blurt out too much, I do this all the time, when you don't do it all the time. I don't know. I looked it up. It says psychedelic rock. I think I would probably like it. You would. By I, the way, I, I brought up that that single game had more viewers than the entire 2023 World Series. When I saw that this morning doing show prep, I thought to myself, I don't even know who was in the World Series. I had to look this up. I didn't know. I wanted to ask either of you, do you remember A, who won the World Series? Houston was in it because Mattress Mac was a big story. This is how I know it through the prism of gambling. Right. Mattress. 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 Maestro Mac. Who was his name? Mathis. <laughs> All right, so you guys got Houston. Houston's there, because I, I like that little itty-bitty guy. Right. Yeah, Altuve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Correa's. Correa, another big Hispanic. Was on Houston? Yep. Houston, and Houston's an American League team now, right? It is, yeah. Because, again, I'm still living in the 80s, and they were National League. Hmm. Houston and Kansas City. Mm, the the other team had a pitcher with two different color eyes. Yes, Houston was not in the World Series. You guys were oh. totally off on that. <laughs> but the boy with two different eyes was in the World Series. Yes. <laughs> so Altuve wasn't there. I remember him being there. I'm not certain that we're talking about the same World Series. The Rangers beat the Diamondbacks in five. In the world, the series. Rangers in Texas, Maestro Mac. <laughs> Altuve got traded. Return of the Mac. Don't you remember? <laughs> One of them teams had a very big Hispanic on them, <laughs> like large or popular. Just big, muscular. Mm. Rafael like- Palmero. I'm just guessing, but I guarantee one of them had a very, very big Hispanic. Well, I think you could say that just about any baseball team. I was going to say, you described baseball. every yeah. roster. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. A lot of the NFL teams have a big black guy. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll tell you right now, there's going to be some big black dudes in that Super Bowl. No doubt. <laughs> Got him. And fat white guys as well. Yeah, yes. for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. So Astros weren't in it, huh? They were not. 
The Diamondbacks. Hmm. Who won? The Rangers in five. So did you know either of the teams? I did not. No, I, I was looking at it this morning saying, bro, I don't remember. I thought to myself the Astros as well. I'm like, oh, yeah, the Astros. Because yeah. they're in it every year, it seems. Hmm. But that goes to show you what the NFL has done to us, because I bet you could name every Super Bowl winner the past five years probably. I could not, but I could tell you the lead singer of Till Tuesday, <laughs> who had, you know, voices carry in 1985. I would tell you that what the NFL is doing is was great. Amy Mann, by the way. Amy Mann? Amy Mann was the lead singer of Till Tuesday. Oh, shush. That, Keep don't, it don't, down. Mm-hmm. Now. Oh, put that on our DBJ list. Voices carry. Shush. Hope it sound like that. Shut up now. Oh. Voices carry. <laughs> what the NFL is doing, but what baseball is not doing. That damn pitch clock and all, it didn't change anything about the the approach to baseball, how people look at baseball, the fandom of baseball. My son plays baseball. He doesn't even want to watch the damn baseball games. I disagree about the pitch clock, and I also think baseball is trending in a better direction than they were a decade ago. I'll tell you why. I think they're trending in a better direction. My son and his friends play MLB The Show. Yeah. And that exposes them to the players. Yeah. Like, like he's more interested in baseball than he's been in a long time. Now, it runs a distant third to basketball, then football. Yeah. And for some of uh, – he's not into soccer, but he likes UFC as well. Uh, but a lot of his friends like soccer. FIFA is probably the most they popular. They play FIFA yeah. all the time. He it, plays FIFA all like the time. It's like the most popular sport game to play amongst friends. Do you have class? DJ? Yeah. Very rarely because I, I, <laughs> I, look, I look at his uh, – like find my iPhone – <laughs> Never seems to see it a building at campus. <laughs> I'm not the one to talk. I ain't go to many classes, but seems like I got a lot of time on his hands. Me neither, man. I got I got through FIU. I don't know how. <laughs> I I feel the same way about UM. Like I don't remember a thing. Yeah. At least y'all got through. <laughs> I was out in the first thing smoking. <laughs> <laughs> what round? I'm out of here. You never got, like, an honorary degree from UF? Nope. It ain't an offer either. Because hmm. I'm not, like... Why would they give him an honorary degree? Because I'm famous. Yeah, but, I mean, there's way more famous people. Doesn't Shaq, Shaq have, like, a degree from Duke? Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah, I'm right joking? there under Shaq. Are you joking? But he went to LSU. Joy Taylor got an honorary doctorate at that, Barry. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm... I'm I'm close to Joy. I know Joy's on national TV, but I'm close to Joy. I would call you Dr. Crowder in oh, a second. I love it. No, but Florida You know what actually, they would do for Crowder powder if it was endorsed <laughs> by an actual doctor? <laughs> I'm a doctor. Well, no, I've actually talked to somebody about the uh, the Florida Hall of Fame, like the Florida Sports Hall of Fame. But if you look, all I did was get arrested. Mm. So, like, my time in Gainesville wasn't a – glaring bright spot for them right. off the field. On the field, I was All-American, all that crap, but off the field, like, I was a problem. Yeah, it would be uh, it would be challenged. The Latchewa County Penitentiary Hall of Fame. <laughs> you also got screwed because then Tebow came right after you left and nobody really – like, you were amazing and your teams were really good, but Tebow yeah. got there and they were better. 
Well, listen, I mean, if you want to do, though, you know, were the Heat better Monday or Tuesday? They were better Tuesday. Were, were the Gators better the year after you left or the year that you were there? I mean, they won a national championship the year after you left. Defensively. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, T-Boat saying some things. You ever think back? Maybe you should have stayed? It, I've told the story. The year I left Florida, then they go and win the national championship next year. When I when the Dolphins cut me, I had a trip to Seattle set up before I retired, and Seattle won the Super Bowl the the, the next year. Oh, that's funny. I was a year away on both sides of winning a championship. Now I'm just hanging out with uh, with me. filthy dirty over here. <laughs> okay, ass foot. <laughs> Don't on Jimmy. <laughs> Your weather text in good singing with the Till Tuesday song, Hawk. That was terrible. Welcome. Next segment, I'll give you a little kerbang. <laughs> I think that's their name. Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them 866-954-MORE. YourAccidentAttorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7. Partly cloudy, around 70 degrees. That's your weather. Rob Pizzola will join us from Toronto in the next segment. Give us some picks for tonight's Heat, Panthers, and Canes games. Coming up next on the Hawk and Crowder Show. You're not going to fall for the banana and the tailpipe? Hawk and Crowder. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Some breaking news, even though Pizzola's coming out with us. This is a big one, man. Crazy. Adam Schefter... That's our breaking news sound, by the way. This is our other breaking news sound. We bought music beds. We we get we got to use them. <laughs> I like this one. This one has that false end, and then it kicks back in. Oh, this is big time. We have a Woj bomb sound, but we don't have a like a Schefter thing, do we? We do not. All right. Mm. Adam Schefter, this really is a big deal. Adam Schefter, the Dolphins and Vic Fangio 
have mutually agreed to part ways, sources tell me and Jeremy Fowler. Fangio now will be the top target for the Philadelphia Eagles to hire as their defensive coordinator, and a deal is expected. Miami is allowing Fangio to leave to be closer to his family in Pennsylvania. Fangio and the Eagles had an interest in working together in 2023, but the timing didn't work out. This time it will. Melvin Ingram covering tight ends. I'll tell you one thing about Vic Fangio. The guy stinks. He doesn't stink. Guy stinks. He had the top defense through 10 weeks of the season. Was so overrated. Guy stinks. <laughs> what are the Dolphins going to do with that entire shipment of tapioca that has been sent to the Miami Gardens facility? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was coming in when uh, Chan Gailey was there. It <laughs> unfortunately Gailey. just got there. Yeah. Rob Pizzola is with us. Uh, Rob Pizzola is a professional sports gambler. Comes to us courtesy of the Hammer Betting Network. The Hammer produces daily sports betting content for every major North American sport. And you can visit thehammer.bet. You can go to YouTube and search The Hammer HQ. You can follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Pizzola. Hello, Rob. Hello, Mark. How do you uh how do you think that news is gonna uh you know, re- reverberate around the league. I found a, I found a question. <laughs> reverberate. Yeah. Reverberate around the league. Uh, it's, it's, it's surprising. I found I mean, a I, question, though. Solana was staring at me because he knew I was caught up in the air. But I turned that. That was a good question. No, it was a terrible question, but it did make grammatical sense. How do you think that news is going to reverberate around the league? Now, I didn't want to start that question with how do you think, but I was there, and I found a question that grammatically was correct. Yeah, the question itself was fine. It was like the eight-second pause between words. <laughs> right. That kind of threw it off a little bit. I didn't really know where you we were going. For, for Neither did I. Yeah. <laughs> that, was the, that was the problem. Right back on track. <laughs> you got it back on track. That's how, what counts. Yeah, no, what, uh, how, do you, uh, how do you absorb that? Uh, I, I was very surprised to see that right away. Now, obviously, I'm not privy to, you know, the Vic Fangio family situation and the fact that he wanted to be closer to home. Didn't really know about that. So it makes a lot of logical sense. I think it's a big loss for the Dolphins, Mark, honestly. But the guy uh, Vic stinks. Fangio, yeah, I, I, I know where we're going. When the Dolphins were at full health this year, they were running a very, very good defense. Thank Fangio's you. style, which is like the two high safeties and disguising a lot of coverages – is a very modern day way to win in the NFL, which is limit the explosive plays, let your pass rushers get home. And obviously towards the end of the year, that fell off. That's going to happen when you lose basically all your starting linebackers and pass rushers. You just can't compete when you're consistently having to pull guys in off the practice squad. So I think that's a big loss for them. And particularly some players that like really excelled. I think you guys had Javon Holland on this week with yeah, you guys. yesterday. Like he, he, in my opinion, was one of the best safeties in the league this season. And he really, you know, he he worked really well in this too high look where he can kind of let his instincts take over. Um, I, I think this is a big blow for the Miami defense. It's not to say that they can't find someone, a good coordinator to come in, but ultimately I think Fangio's one of the best. And if you just look at the numbers over the course of his career, he's done really well kind of wherever he's ended up. He's gotten that talent over uh, over the line. So uh, big loss for for Miami, uh, and selfishly, I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't want to see Fangio end up in Philadelphia. 
because their defense stinks, and I want to see them continue to stink for several years. I gave up uh, 15 points to the Tennessee Titans with three minutes to go in a game. Completely changed the Dolphins' fortunes. Guy stinks. Stunk then. <laughs> he, he was out Stunk there. at the beginning. <laughs> stinks now. <laughs> That was that that was the game that really changed it. But it honestly, did. you have to give credit. Yeah. You have to gr- give credit to Vrabel for that one too, because uh, this week we saw in the NFL, Todd Bowles went for the two point conversion when they were down thirty one twenty three, which is like the standard practice nowadays. And everyone's like, uh, you know, I saw Mike Wilbon yesterday going nuts. Like, how can you do this? This is like analytics. This analytics that. Well, I mean, the Titans did that to the Dolphins in that game back in early December where they went for the two-point conversion earlier and they won the game in regulation. So I, I get it. You know, you never want to blow lead late in the game. But uh, I think the Titans also, you know, that there was some positive things on their end that they did in that game. And, Rob, being a Cowboys fan, you excited? Or how do you feel about them running it the back? They're keeping Dak, they're keeping McCarthy. How do you feel about that? Um. I mean, it's never good to it's never good feeling as a Cowboys fan, Crowder. You go into every single year with the same expectation, which is like, yeah, we'll probably win eleven or twelve games in the regular season. Then the playoffs will come, and this team will fold. Uh, I thought Mike McCarthy got badly outcoached by Lafleur in that first playoff game against Green Bay. Dallas didn't play from behind much of this season, and it really showed when they fell behind in Green Bay. It's like the panic buttons went off, and they couldn't figure it out. So it's a little bit disappointing. On the Mike McCarthy front, I don't think he's a terrible coach. I definitely don't think he's good. The issue is, who do you bring in in the offseason that's better? And in order to fire a coach, I think you have to have a clear-cut replacement that comes in and immediately makes your team better. The issue with Dallas is Jerry Jones, right? Jerry Jones is going to want to land a name. He's not going to be the guy that goes and hires Ben Johnson from the Detroit Lions. Offensive coordinator gives him a shot. He's going to be the guy that goes after a guy like Belichick, for example. And it's no disrespect to Bill Belichick, but he's on the downside of his career now. He's in his 70s. He hasn't done anything without Tom Brady. Like, are we certain that Bill Belichick is better than Mike McCarthy if he comes into Dallas? In my opinion, no. I think Belichick's a little bit outdated. So, you know, I'm not excited about McCarthy being back. I'm not excited about the, you know, Dak's going to be 31. He's probably going to ask for $50 million in his next contract, which good luck winning with Dak, you know, under contract for $50 million. But I, I don't think that there's a lot of alternatives for Dallas right now. Does it tell you a little bit of something about Fangio and the way the Dolphins felt about him if you're just like, yeah, go ahead and be the DC at another team when you have him under contract? And it's you like, like, doesn't that give you a little clue as to what they thought of him? Well, it depends on, I mean, if he just doesn't want to be there, right? And that happens. There's people who want to be closer to their family or whatever. I, I don't I don't judge one way or another. But if he doesn't want to be there, then what point is it, you know, is the team going to get the best performance out of him next year? Like, it, it's one of those situations where just on a human level, someone says, you know, this isn't for me anymore. Yes, you're under contract, but what's the team going to do in that situation um, I, I don't know. It's a tough spot to be in. I don't know the full circumstances around it, but I honestly, Mark, I think he's viewed as one of the best defensive coordinators in the game yeah. that most coordinate the defense better, have. Vic hit, <laughs> hit the bricks uh, for, for the, for the first media release to talk about his family being closer to home. I think it has something to do with that more than his performance. Eh, hit the bricks <laughs> out of here. Bum. Guy stinks. Guy stinks. stinks. (laughs) My son, he's 19, Rob, but he has this default. Whoever we're talking about, be Giannis, if I bring it up, his just reaction is the guy stinks. And I have Mm. found it to be a really fun device. (laughs) You just say it about anybody, and really it's it. 
It's a conversation starter. Yeah, I, I would say stinks has been in my vocabulary for a long time now. I, I well, agree one hundred percent. Cowboys. Yeah. Fans. Yeah. So, well, stinks, stinks, and sucks. They both they both work <laughs> on on equal levels, but they're they're my go tos all the time. I will tell you, Solana it. argued more vehemently than Mike Wilbon against the going for two when down 14 and I was trying to explain to him that that is the new standard protocol and he was arguing vehemently that no it's not that's not but that is when you're down 14 late in the game you're the 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 book now say if you do it like a, a blackjack book the mm -hmm. book says go for two Rob so my, 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 my point quickly was not that that's a bad strategy even though I don't I wouldn't do it if I was a head coach my point was to just flat out say that's protocol now. That's the standard now. To me, is not true. Like the Titans had true. success, as you said, and because of that one instance, all the nerds, all the football nerds, are no, coming no, out and saying, "Before then, this is what you do now. This is what you do." And I mean, find me more instances there are, there where, where it's happened. Okay, well, other than the Titans, when has that happened? But I'm just okay, saying so, that is it's got to be late in a game down 14 like it's it's not something that have again I'd said to him if you're down 14 in the first half you're not going to go for two I'm going to do a shameless self promotion here I recorded a video on this yesterday because the the issue is just a lack of general knowledge in the space right you watch the TV broadcast and they say analytics tells you to go for two but they don't really explain why that's the case right and analytics here, I know a lot of people have like a negative connotation when they hear the word analytics, but it's just basic math is what it comes down to. And the reason you go for two is because it gives you a chance to win the game in regulation, right? If you're kicking two extra points every time, first of all, it's not a guarantee you're going to get the extra points, about 95% or so. But all that does is force overtime, in which case, especially for a team like Tampa Bay last week, they're a six-and-a-half-point underdog going in the game. If they go to overtime, they're still an underdog when they go to overtime. So by going for two the first time around and getting it, you give yourself a chance to win the game in regulation and you avoid the overtime. That's why the math logically makes sense there. Now, it doesn't happen a whole lot, and we're not going to see a lot of teams with a, you know situations where they end up winning the game because of that decision because most teams don't come back from down two touchdowns late in the game. That's just the reality of the situation. But – that's why logically it makes sense. But it is the standard protocol now. Yeah, and yeah. and there's lots of arguments about like, well, you got to treat a Patrick Mahomes offense differently than a a Baker Mayfield offense or whoever the quarterback might be. The two point conversion rates are not the same depending on who's running the offense. But when you apply the math to it, you could take a historically bad two point conversion team, and it would still make sense for them to go for the two in that situation. So the reason it's happening and it's widespread now is because there's a lot of people who've just crunched the numbers and said, like, this is the logical thing to do. Ten years from now, it's just going to be standard practice. We won't even be debating it anymore. All the teams will do it in that situation. Do you understand that, Radio Fangio? When you mentioned lack of common knowledge. <laughs> uh, I, I agree. I have lack of common knowledge in many things, Rob. But one thing I don't have lack of common knowledge is, is the eye test. And listen, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I thought you were going to say kayaking. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the one thing I don't have a lack of knowledge in is kayaking. Rob, I'm not even anti-analytics guy. I embrace analytics. I embrace math. No, you don't. I don't. But I embrace math. But if they kick the extra point there and they're only down seven and they choose to go for two, 
to win the game, to me, that makes sense. You have the opportunity to win or you're going to lose in regulation, but you're going for two. But to put yourself in a situation where you have to potentially convert two. You have two chances to get, to make a two-point conversion. To tie. To tie, right. but you, but and, and so, But no. your suggestion to is to hit two extra points. No, my suggestion is kick the extra point on the first touchdown, go down seven, hope you get the ball back, and if you do – then go for two to win the game no, later. No, no. But then that, the problem is, Solana, then you leave yourself no time if you don't get the two to win like the game. Like, you're literally like the, coming the advantage down to the of end, going for two yeah. earlier is that you know where you stand. That, that This is why the team goes for two in that first place, because now they know the outcome and they know the exact amount of points that they need. If they go for two the second time around, they don't they don't get it. It's game over, period. So that's why it's done the first well, time Rob just around. explained that to you. Explain the hell out of that. I mean, I mean, like he explained that really well. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention, Rob. <laughs> but <laughs> what I will say is that math is stupid. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, what, what uh, we all saw, we all saw what we all saw, right? <laughs> Baker Mayfield going for two. You saw where he threw that ball, Rob. Come on, yeah, the joke. It's tough. It, was, it wasn't a great play. But you know what? They were still alive. They could have still went down the field and they would have got another two-point conversion chance. This big Fangio stinks. <laughs> I couldn't be happier that this I, guy's I mean, out the, of here. I, I've heard some some takes from Solana before. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion on all this stuff, by the way. But the, uh, the notion that, like, math stinks is, like, the first thing that – I get like we don't like to do math in school, but everyone universally agrees that like two plus two equals four, right? But if we do expand math a little bit further and right. apply it to football, now right. everyone loses their mind. Right. Like, now no, no, now math is right. an opinion all of a sudden. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. well, exactly. In the United States, things are just opinion now. That is Rob. true. We don't have facts. We have fact and alternative facts. Correct. <laughs> and uh, you choose I mean, whatever. Mark, Mark said Vic Fangio stinks, and he stated it well, as that, a fact. Well, that's objective. That guy stinks. <laughs> that, guy, <laughs> that guy stinks. Solana, who's our heat expert, you know, he does the pregame and the postgame show, and just give you a little background on uh, his opinions on things. I mean, undressed me and Crowder Monday for suggesting that the Heat might trade Kyle Lowry, an expiring contract, for someone who's got more years left. I mean, undressed us. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, you know, you guys don't understand and you're not around the team the way I am and whatever. You don't know basketball. And then the Terry Rozier trade happened and he meekly texted me Tuesday morning, how do I reverse what I said yesterday? It's a tough look. I yeah. mean, at least he owned it. At least he owned it after the no, fact. No, he really didn't. He gave a meek uh, text and then immediately backtracked on the air as if he had never said it. Vic hmm. uh, Fangio stinks. Guys, thanks. <laughs> does it. All right. Rob Pizzola. Uh, love Rob Pizzola and uh, love gambling. And uh, tonight is another one of these South Florida trifectas, Rob. Heat and Grizzlies. We don't know if Terry Rozier is going to play. Um, I didn't even see a line this morning. I haven't looked at it recently. Is there a line on the Heat game now? Yeah, on the Heat are 10 and a half point favorites right now. Wow. Big faves. Um, I'll ask this to Solana since he's the heat expert. Oh boy. I want to lay the points with Miami tonight. I'm convinced that Jimmy Butler might still be hurt right now. He's been like really, really inconsistent over the past, I don't know, five or six games, uh, scoring wise, especially he hasn't passed the, uh, the eye test either Solana, which I also put some stock into. I'm not just a numbers guy. So I don't know what the case is here, but 
typically speaking, I think that Miami has a huge advantage over the Charlotte team that's like extremely, uh, excuse me, this uh, Grizzlies team that's ex- extremely banged up. Obviously, Jam Morant, but Desmond Bain, Marcus Smart, all injured. I just don't know if Jimmy Butler is 100% right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not totally unfair to say that, but I think you've seen spurts from Jimmy where he's been really good and he was being aggressive against the Brooklyn Nets in his first game back. And even against the Atlanta Hawks in that game they lost in the fourth quarter, he was being aggressive usually when he's not being aggressive, not going to the rim, settling for jumpers as he was against Orlando. Half of his shots were threes. You can point and say, hey, there could be an injury at play here. So it's fair, definitely. But my experience with the Heat, when they're 10.5-point favorites going up against a team they should be much better than, bet the other team, plus 10.5 to cover. Because they play a lot of close games, Rob. And I'm not suggesting we do this, but the Heat have jumped out to some leads this season, and it becomes a, a ripe situation for live betting their opponent getting 18 when the Heat are up a bunch. But I don't know. I'm I'm listening to Rob, but Rob is deferring to Solana, and I'm very confused now. Well, so here's the thing. I make the Heat a 12-point favorite in the game. That's what my raw number is on the game. But I've had an edge towards the Heat for the last three or four games now, aside from the Toronto game. And, you know, they're just – they don't look good, at least, especially Jimmy Butler, because I've watched a lot of that stuff. So I'm wondering if all those injuries from this year are actually ca- catching up to him in some capacity. Mark, you bring up a good point. Um, maybe you play first half Miami instead of full game. You can get Miami minus six first half, minus six and a half first half if they tend to make it close at the end. But this to me is like a layoff spot because I'm pricing based off of Butler being 100%. I'm not convinced he's 100%. If you think he is out there and you think that I'm just like making this up or or like, you know, reading too much into the situation, I would bet Miami tonight, but very little confidence in that opinion. All right. How about the uh, Florida Panthers? They finally got off the schneid the other night. They are minus 210 favorites over Arizona tonight. That's been bet up significantly in the last hour. So they're up to minus 240 now. The reason why is you're getting the backup goalie for the Arizona Coyotes tonight, uh, Karel Vizmelka. Connor Ingram is typically their starter. He's played very well this year. There's a big drop-off to the backup. And honestly... I know Florida's losing games right now. It's not like they're playing poorly. Sometimes this just happens in hockey. The big issue for them has been Sergei Bobrovsky. He's like, had this tendency to start the season really well and then come back down to earth. And it's just lots of inconsistency. But you look at his last five starts, he's got an 854 save percentage. It's very low. Uh, one of the advanced metrics is called goal saved above expected. His has dropped significantly more than any other goalie over the past couple weeks. So that's a little bit concerning in terms of laying laying the big price with Florida, even though I think they're a much better team. What I'm going to do here is I'm just going to play the total. I'm going to go over six in this game uh, for a couple reasons. One, you get the backup for Arizona. One, you get bad goaltending for Florida right now. I think the Panthers will dominate this game on five on five, generate a lot of chances. The Coyotes have a really good power play. And Bobrovsky's struggled to move post to post lately as well. I don't know if something's going on there. I think there's going to be goals in this game. So play the over at six goals, Arizona and Florida. I love betting an over. And I believe uh, Barkov back tonight too? I think he's back tonight as well. Um, Seems that way, yep. How about the uh, Miami Hurricanes basketball team? They're in South Bend. Take on Notre Dame. Canes were a four and a half point favorite when I looked. It's still four and a half. I have a very small lean to Miami in this game. 
Uh, last week I was on, I told you guys, I liked FSU against Miami because they play like this physical, aggressive brand of defense that I think could disrupt Miami's offensive flow a little bit. It did. Miami shot seven of 28 from three-point range in that game. It was a, a poor shooting effort for them. This is very different. Notre Dame, everyone talks about their, their defense and it's been solid. They allow the 28th lowest effective field goal percentage in the country, 45.9%. For context, the Division One average is above 50%. So it is a good defense. But the problem with the Irish is that they don't generate extra possessions through aggressive defense. They don't steal the ball well. They don't block the ball well. They have good foundational D. They rebound well. But if other teams get shots off, it could be a problem. That This is not the recipe to beat Miami. Miami's a very good shooting team. What you want to do is generate extra possessions for your offense. And Notre Dame needs to do that because their offense is terrible. They have no offense to speak of. They're a horrible shooting team. They shoot less than 30% from three. They turn the ball over on 21% of their offensive possessions, which is incredibly high. I know Miami's struggling lately. Lost a couple games in a row here. I think it's a good bounce back spot for them. It's not a, like a great number. Just like the spread's four and a half. I make it five and a half. Very, very marginal difference here. But I don't think the matchup is suited to Notre Dame being able to keep up here. So uh, I like the Canes a little bit tonight for a small bet. How about a little uh, money line Miami parlay? You know, money line you my- Heat, money line Panthers, money line Canes. I, I don't mind that. Would you honestly. endorse that? Would you endorse it? Uh, would I endorse it? Well, listen, I only endorse stuff that I'm going to bet myself. Gotcha. So on that front, let's do it. I'll go bet that myself. Look right at now, us. And let's do that <laughs> way. We us. can exchange some texts. We can have a sweat later. I don't mind this at all. There you whatsoever. go. Because <laughs> I'll because uh, then I can text you whatever. Larinaga stinks or whatever. You know, yeah. however the games are playing out. All right. So a money line South Florida parlay tonight. Yeah, and if it loses, we'll just find a way to blame Solana for the loss somehow, right? Hundred percent. That'll be should have talked us out of the heat. You know, he should have talked us out of this. <laughs> right. That's that's what we can. Right. Do. That's the that's the fun of betting. You can blame others for your losses. I love it. All right, there we go. I think we've come to a uh, consensus and a quorum, <laughs> <laughs> or something along those lines. Can I ask Rob about my parlay? I have. He he, I gotta ask you though. He loves. I don't know if you parlayed uh, Christian McCaffrey, That's... but Crowder is all over Christian McCaffrey overs for Sunday. But isn't everybody like? Isn't that it's... like the like? Isn't this where you fade the the public notion? That's what I was asking because everybody knows Christian McCaffrey is going to get a lot of work, especially if Debo Samuel is not playing. Like Christian's getting the ball twenty five times, whatever. I have him anytime touchdown, him over 88 rushing yards, him over 38 uh, receiving yards, him over four receptions. Like, I believe Christian McCaffrey's going to go crazy, and I parlayed every over that he could have. Crowder literally said he's going to change family fortunes this Sunday (laughs) with Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is going to have my family move to a nicer neighborhood. Okay, here's my thoughts on this, okay? I don't disagree with any of that. I think Christian McCaffrey's going to have a big game. Typically speaking, when you're betting player props, I'm not saying you'll never find value on the top end players over, but generally speaking, Mark's right. Like Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdown, you're very rarely going to get a good price there. Rushing yards over, you're very rarely going to get a good price there. And that's with most star players around the league. They're just typically priced to the high end of their range. With that said, we're coming off a game where the 49ers offense didn't look good. I personally think that the majority of the reason they didn't look good was one, Debo got injured in-game, and they didn't really adapt to that. And two, 
it was raining and they have a quarterback that really, really struggles in the rain. It happened earlier this season when they played Cleveland as well. So I do think you get a buy low spot on the 49ers offense, generally speaking. So I don't hate this Crowder. I, I think the yardage total I looked today was like 88 and a half. I don't mind that. I think you do at least get the buy low spot on there. And I don't like the Lions defense at all. They've just been getting away with things on a weekly basis. They've forced turnovers, which has really masked the fact that they're just giving up tons of yardage every single game. Um, so I'm I'm not endorsing it, but I, I I'm also I'm not suggesting it's a bad play by any stretch of the imagination. I, I think it's a great matchup for the 49ers offense. All right. Thank you. How, how much are you going to put on the South Florida parlay tonight? Is it like what what like are you goofing around? Is it fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars? Like what's your goof around total? Uh, l- let me see what the. I mean, I have to see what the payout is, and then that's going to kind of determine what um what the the number is going to be for me. Typically speaking, I I don't like to give out like my bet amounts, but for for like just a sweat, it'll be a couple hundred bucks for me tonight because we should all do the same parlay. i think we should Typically all speaking, i think we should all do the same we do this a lot when rob's on do you see how he's thinking about this but no no he's but looking he's at in. the no, no, numbers no, no, he's, he's figuring it out he's in you just yell at he's... me bet this much i'm saying let's tail him the guy's a professional <laughs> but let's have the same skin in the game well n- yes and no i mean i no, this is not disrespectful. I mean, Crowder's made much more money than me in my my life or whatever. But my bankroll as for a, for betting is higher than yours should be for right, betting. Right. So if I'm I usually bet amount, fifty bucks, like fifty bucks yeah. is my unit. So, so keep it consistent. With well, no, that. I want to take. I want to do what you're doing. You don't listen. <laughs> now I feel like I should go fifty bucks just because. <laughs> no, I don't I want you to come down to my stupid level. I want to. I want to. I want to work it up to your level. This parlay pays uh, like plus one fifty five ish, so I'm putting two hundred to win uh, roughly three ten on it, three oh nine. So hundred to win three oh nine. Sh- should I not use my rent money for this parlay, <laughs> Rob? <laughs> Y'all don't listen. Y'all don't listen. So we're all in for a couple of hundy on this parlay. Come on, <laughs> no, let's have a no. little fun. No, all, all three of you guys are in studio together today. You can collectively figure this out right. and figure a way to bring right. the bet amount to a reasonable. You bet in level. American dollars or loonies? I actually bet mostly in U.S. dollars. Mm. Believe it or not. yeah, a lot of my partners are in the U.S. A lot of our action goes through U.S. accounts. So uh, yeah, the exchange rate not the greatest for me as a Canadian. I always got to be cognizant of that, mm. but. Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. Let's say that a little bit All of right. both. I'm excited about tonight. We got some real skin in the game now, Crowder. <laughs> Look at us. You I'm, ask him a question, he gives you the answer, and then you tell him he's wrong. I didn't ask him the question. Though. You I said, just asked should him, I bet with you? He's no, like, no, no, no. no I, I did not. Bankroll. I said you have no. A small I didn't ask him. I just said, what are you betting? Because we're gonna bet the same. I never made. I never framed it as a question. All I said was, <laughs> what are you betting? Because we're gonna bet the same. Yeah, and Rob's advice was, don't go as I high as me. I didn't ask him for his advice. <laughs> It's he, well, I think he kind of did, but then he just dismissed it. That's the way I remember it. I think he asked for the advice, but then just said, No, no, I'm not going to do that. I, we'd have to rewind the tape. All right. Yeah. Ten dollars. Well, let's do ten dollar parlays. <laughs> I'm down for ten. What will ten make me? Twelve? Uh, ten will make you fifteen dollars and fifty cents. I mean, uh, better than a kick in the ass. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Plus, you're ten back, right? It's not just sure. Uh, so it's, Absolutely. You know, it's ten. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going big on this one because Pizzola, like, he was in. Like, he liked it. He liked it. All right. Rob Pizzola. 
shaking his head. This makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Rob Pizzola is a professional sports gambler. Anyone in the listening public right now should put hundreds of dollars on that parlay no. tonight because of Rob's uh, advice. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. I, I think you did this bit like three years ago, Mark, and I actually had people tweet me like afterwards. Oh, like, we're going to crush you Rob. tonight, man. We are going yeah, to it's gonna crush be... you. Mm. <laughs> mm. You are the Vic Fangio of gambling. <laughs> uh, elite. Elite. Then. There we go. Yes. <laughs> Rob Pizzola comes to us courtesy of the Hammer Betting Network. The Hammer produces daily sports betting content for every major North American sport. Visit thehammer.bet. Go to YouTube, search the Hammer HQ, and follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Pizzola. Thank you, Rob. All right, thanks, guys. And actually, good luck with your bets since we're going to be on the Very same Very excited. <laughs> Very excited. Yeah. All right, 4 o'clock hour is coming up here on Hockman and Crowder. Do not go anywhere. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. I'm not even kidding. I think Sandlot is a swimming movie. Hawk and Crowder. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.